here doing good? Yeah. This guy in the front, he's excited. I'm excited too. All right. Whoa, if it's your first time here, welcome, welcome, welcome. My name is Hunter Bruce. I am the student ministry associate here at Cross Life Church, and I'm loving every second I get to be part of you guys' lives and hang out with you guys and just chase Jesus after you guys. And it's been something I've been loving to do ever since I was y'all age. So it's awesome to see and hang out with you guys and just learn more about God. And it's been great. You might have seen me after schools. I hang out at Jackson Heights a lot. Anybody at Jackson Heights? Jackson Heights people? Yeah, yeah. I see you guys sometimes. You know, some of y'all walk past me and act like y'all don't know me, but that's cool. You know, y'all ain't got, I ain't saying y'all got to be like, oh, Hunter. Just be like, yo, what's up, Hunt? Give me a head nod. I'm cool with that. That's fine. I get that. I get that too. But again, I love you. Wes loves you. All the adult leaders behind there love you. We all love you. And we're so glad that you're here. Also, before I get things started, I just want to let you guys know how awesome the tech team is. Uh, they gave me, they had beef with me because I never acknowledged them. But can you guys turn around and see the tech team real quick? Give it up for the tech team. They do. They're the reason that I can speak through this microphone. They can do a great job. Thank you, tech team. You guys are amazing, as always. But today we are going to be continuing our series called Open Handed. Not overhand, not underhand. Open hand, okay? And last week, Wesley talked about the responsibility of the bag. All right, y'all remember that? Responsibility of the bag. So what happened in that story, uh, Wesley over talked about, about how these two guys, or these three servants, each had some bags, right? Two of the guys flipped the bag, right? They, they multiplied what they had. But one guy didn't. The master was tight with him, right? And what we have to do, compare that story to us, we have to take our bag, whatever God gives us, and be generous with it, right? Share it with others, all right? Don't hold it to yourself and be close-handed, but be open-handed. Okay, six people are paying attention. Well, that's good, that's good, that's good. So today, we're going to be talking about talents, all right? So if you can go to that next slide for me. little recap, what does it mean to be generous? It means to be ready to give my time, talent, and treasure to God and other people for God's glory. That's a little recap. But today, we're going to be talking about how to be generous with our talents, okay? How to be generous with our talents, okay? Now, when God made us and molded us, he gave us all gifts and talents, okay? And I'm going to read you guys this verse real quick. It's 1 Peter 4.10. 1 Peter 4.10. It says, each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. And I feel like after we read that verse, we can go home off of that and just pray and dip. Because I feel like this verse is a lot deeper than what we actually think. See, the Bible tells us in this verse here that we are to be stewards and that we are to be faithful stewards of our gifts. Not just stewards, but faithful stewards of our gifts. And so as I was reading this verse, I got kind of caught up, hung up on this word steward, right? Steward. So maybe some of y'all know what this means, some of y'all don't, but we're going to break it down. We're going to go through it together. So a little breakdown of the word. The Hebrew word for steward is albeith, okay? And albeith is, the definition is that it, at the, at the time, was an employed man over the house in charge of money, other employees, children, and other household matters. 
okay? So in other words, the steward in biblical times was sort of the man of the house, right? Most, most uh, wealthy people at that time always had a steward. That steward would take care of the house for them, take care of the household needs, the children, other employees, staff, all that jazz, okay? So that's what the steward at that time would be doing. But you see, the term is used in this verse to describe how believers are to manage things that belong to God. So what I want you to understand is that everything belongs to him. Him being God. Everything belongs to God. And like we talked about earlier, God has given us all unique talents and abilities. You see, these talents that we have, they make up who we are. They allow us to be uniquely different from each other. You see, from a young age, I feel like the world teaches us that we should take our talents and exalt ourselves, right? You see, we see this from lots of celebrities. We see this from lots of athletes all the time, okay? You guys know who this is? Who is that? Who is that? Yell it at me. Kanye. Kanye, right? He's Kanye East. <laughs> so this is Kanye West, okay? This is Kanye West. Now, a lot of y'all know him because he's always in the news talking crazy all the time, right? We in West, we were actually watching a little snippet video of uh, Kanye West the other day, and I feel like he'll be on the, the cusp of saying something genius, and then he'll take a sharp left, right? I feel like that's Kanye West in a nutshell. He'd be like saying something good, like, okay, I'm rocking, I'm feeling you, Kanye, and then, bam, slavery was a choice, right? He messed it all up, messed it all up, right? And he tends to do that, he tends to do that all the time. But you see, the problem with Kanye is that Kanye, when he first started, I saw this documentary called Genius, and so it's about basically him on his come up, him making his first album, which is College Dropout, and so he's very humble guy, very humble, hardworking dude. And as the show goes on, it shows you how talented he is, how much he knows music, how much he cares about his work. And so Kanye, he goes throughout the documentary and he just builds on his talent. He gets better and better and better. And people are starting to take notice. You know, on his album, he has like guys like Jay-Z working on his music. You guys, guys like um, Jamie Foxx, you guys probably don't even know who I'm talking about, but it's okay. He has all these different artists working on his music. And so what happens is that Kanye's talent helped him build a platform. You see, his talent helped him build a platform. And once he got this platform, people started to praise him, tell him how good he was, tell him how great he was at making music. And so after that, that's when pride started to get in. That's when all the pride started to build up, right? He's starting to sell clothes. He's starting to sell shoes, right? I got a couple pairs of his shoes, right? He's selling his shoes. He's selling this. He's selling merch. He's making albums. And that pride started to get into Kanye. All that praise from man started to boost his ego, fill his head up with pride. And that is what led him to what he is today a very egotistical, prideful man. And so my question to you is that, do you allow yourself to be influenced by these kind of things? 
When you have talents, do you allow yourself to be influenced by celebrities and athletes? And do, does that thing kind of give you pride? Does that give you a sense of entitlement? Does that boost your ego? Do you look for praise from God or do you look from, for praise from man with your talents? Galatians 1.10 has a lot to say about that. It says, for I am now seeking the approval of man or of God. Or am I trying to please man? If I were still trying to please man, I would not be a servant of Christ. You see, receiving praise and honor from man may seem like the right thing to do. It might make you feel good. Oh, uh, hey, bro, you're so good at this, man. You're so good at football. You're so good at basketball. Or, hey, you sing so well. Or, you dance so great. Or, you're so good at math. You're so good at this. You're so good at that. But when you live a life like this, seeking praise from man over your talents, your life was never truly fulfilling. You won't have peace because you live a life that's constantly trying to please man instead of pleasing God. And you see those thoughts of selfishness, selfishness then prevent you from loving God and serving others because you think you're better. You see, a reminder for you guys is that if you ever start to feel prideful from your talents, remember that all your talents come from God. All your talents come from God. You see, if you're naturally good at something or you're really good at this, it's because God put that in you. He put that in you. That didn't just come from anywhere. That came from God. But what you have to understand is that your talents don't matter in eternity. Because what you have to understand is that, for example, check this out. So Tom Brady, right, he's really good at football, right? Arguably, probably he is the greatest quarterback ever. But if Tom Brady isn't using his talents to serve God and expand the kingdom of Christ, then his talents were wasted. Tom Brady's talents meant nothing if he wasn't serving God with his talents. See, understand that you don't have a better chance of making it to heaven if you're a, a great athlete, if you're a great musician, if you're a great artist, if you're a great mathematician. What matters is that you live for God by serving him and being obedient to him. So no matter how big, no matter how small, your talents may seem to you. Your talents need to be used for his purpose. So my question to you is if all your talents were gone today, how would you react? What kind of attitude would you have? With others, would they still see Christ in you? Would they still see love radiating from you? Or would they feel a sense of bitterness coming from your heart? 
Now, I know some of you may be thinking, oh, Hunter, bro, I ain't even got no talents, bro. Like, I'm not even good at anything, bro. I, I suck at math, bro. Me too, but it's okay. All right? But Matthew 7, 7, check this out. It says, keep on asking, and you will receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking, and you will find. Keep on knocking, and the door will be open to you. So this verse right here, this verse tells us that we can pray to God to give us that wisdom to figure out what our talents are. So if you're not sure about what your talent is, you can always pray to God about it. So some questions maybe you can ask yourself to help you identify your talents could be, what do, what do I like to do? What are some things that interest me? What do I love to do? What tasks come easy to me? What are some things that flow? <laughs> sleeping. This guy's good at sleeping. I can tell you sleeping through my message. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> what are my biggest strengths? What are some things that I'm super strong at? What am I naturally good at? What are some things that I can just do without practicing? What are some things I can do without hard work? Ask a friend. Sometimes your friends really can see from a different perspective than you can. So maybe your friends can help you figure out what your talents could be. Sometimes your talents and your interests align with each other. For example, maybe you're good at art. Maybe you're interested in art. Maybe you're super good at math. Maybe you're super good at social studies. Maybe you're good at acting. Maybe you're good at drama. Maybe you're into that. Maybe you're good at science, maybe music, whatever it may be. It could be one of your talents or gifts that God has given you. You see, understand that nobody has talents that are better than others. I feel like that's something that we, we get confused with all the time. You see, some talents may make more money than others, right? Some talents may get you more bread than others, but they're equally important to God because they all come together to do something amazing. First, First Corinthians 12, Paul compares the individuals of the body of Christ to different parts of the body. You see, even though each part has a different purpose and has a different function, all of them are important to the body in order for it to function properly. And that same thing goes for talent. You see, we all have different talents, but each one of them serves a different purpose. So, Hunter, I get it. I, I, I got my talents. I think I do. So what, 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 do, what do you do once you have your talents? What do you do once you understand what your talents are, okay? What do we do with our talents? What's the next step? First thing is this. Invest in them, okay? That word invest is highlighted, all right? Say that with me. Invest, invest, invest in them. Invest in them. So, like I said last week, last week Wes talked about the parable of the three servants. Two of the servants, they flipped the money, but one of them buried it, right? And the master came back. He was tight with the one guy that buried it, right? He called him a wicked 
and slothful servant. I feel like that's real disrespectful. You know, I guess the master had hands or something like that. But he couldn't have said that to me. But the master violated him, right? He violated him because he didn't invest in what he had. You see, we need to invest and grow our talents. If it's, if it's sports, do some extra work. Do some extra reps. If it's, if it's math or uh, social studies or geography, if you're good at math, invest in that. If you're good at acting, act more. If you're good at instruments, if you're musically talented, play some more chords. Do some extra reps. Invest in it. Whatever our talent may be, whatever that is, invest in it so you can master it. That way you can glorify the kingdom of God. Second thing is, second thing is this. Find a place in need. Find a place in need, okay? As you master your talents, as you figure out what you're good at, right? You need to figure out some places that can use your talents. Look into some causes, some things that you care about. Look into some places that you uh, that may have a need. For example, Ben, he leads the worship team. The worship team can always be using people, right? What we need, Ben? If you play any instrument at all, harmonica, triangle, right? That kind of stuff, right? Also guitar, guitar, right? Drums, we ain't had a drum dude in forever. We got a bunch of stuff that can be used. No, no, nah, <laughs> maybe, I don't know. But instruments, we need that kind of stuff. We have a need right in your community right here. Maybe it's not that, maybe it's something else. But find a place where your talents can be used. Because if you're genuinely looking for a place I promise you, God will give you a place to use your talents. So if you're wondering where you can use your talents and your gifts, pray to God about it. We talked about that earlier. Ask God where he can place you, where you can use your talents. Last thing is this. Use them. Use your talents. We, we after you... Invest in your talents. Identify them. Master them. Find out where you need to put them. Use them. Use your talents. Put them to work. And not only that, start using your talents to serve others. You see, God didn't give you these talents for you. So I feel like that's where we get it messed up. We, we, we think God gave us these talents to glorify ourselves, right? Let's look, look at Kanye, right? He's using his talents to glorify himself. His talents created this platform. Now he's on his platform doing the wrong things, saying the wrong things, spreading hate. That's not what God gave us talents for to do. He gave us these talents for him. He gave us these talents to serve others. 
Ephesians 2.10 says, For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Our talents are given to us so that we can serve those around us. You see, God calls us to use our gifts, talents, and abilities to influence and serve others for his glory. So as I close, I just want to leave you guys with this verse. It's Matthew 5, 16. It says, in the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. So I just want to offer you guys a challenge today. I just want to challenge you guys to look for opportunities to serve others every day and everywhere you go. Whether that's at school, at home, in your communities. I just want to challenge you to look for opportunities where you can serve others with your talents. You see, some days you might know exactly where God wants to put you. You may know exactly where God wants you to use your talents. Some days you may not know how God's using you. But even if you don't know, he can still use you to impact others. So I just want to challenge you guys to still allow yourself to be used. Because you never know how you're going to impact someone's life for the kingdom of God. Let's all stand and pray together. Dear God, thank you for this day. Thank you for this time now that we get to come and worship and learn more about you. Lord, thank you for the gifts and talents and abilities that you have given us. Lord, and I pray that we use them to serve others and glorify your kingdom, God. And we do it only for that and not for ourselves. And please don't allow us to build up pride with our talents because we know we understand that all of our talents come from you, God. Lord, we love you. And that's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.